welcome to Dropped In. Welcome back to Dropped In. I am so beyond stoked to be here with you and to share the OGs of Dropped In. And yeah, it just feels so good to be in this space with you and to, you know, I'm, I know the listeners are going to be super stoked to have us back together in this episode. So welcome and let's just roll. Let's ride. Share me what you have been up to what you've been doing because i know things have shifted and changed and yeah i'm super stoked to yeah hear about what you're doing and and all the goods thank you meg i'm like ecstatic to be here as well and just us being in the same space together well it breaks the internet for one but it also just like feels so enlivening like on a cellular level and i just love our little soulful play and the way we communicate and and yeah just dance with one another it's so fun so fun and what has gone on I mean it's been like timelines within timelines since you and I went like carried on the path but as you know individuals which was you know in October and I'm so glad that you've continued the legacy and have been refining and strengthening and leading and guiding in a way that is so true to you. You have always um, been a steward in that way. And I'm so grateful. And I love to see you continuously super bloom, you know, and support everyone around you to do the same, like in a, in a field of wildflowers. So I love you, Meg. I think the world of you and um, a lot has gone down, right? Since we were last like meeting on a weekly basis. So shizzles. I mean, we we both got into our individual podcast at the same time and we were like really doing that like November, December of last year, which feels so long ago. And then I kind of came to, and it wasn't a sacred pause. It was a change the channel. Mm. I was making the shift from the digital online space that I had been pounding the virtual pavement at for the last, you know, three years of being online. And I was like, you know, I said something in January, like, you know, it'd be really cool to like show up to work again. Mm. Like I kind of like miss getting dressed and like going somewhere kind of thing. And I started to meet a bunch of people and I started to build up my social stamina and it took time. It, it was, it was new for me in a way. I was like, it was kind of this dance of like remembering some of my favorite parts of who I used to be and also simultaneously creating new ways of being in the world as myself. So it was really fascinating and such a unique show to be the main character in, but also be like observing. So um, these last few months have been incredibly transformative hi mystic mystic look is it your auntie meg could be sure is um you know i like traveled for the first time again in 
end of April and May. Like I hadn't been on a plane or like been able to like spread my wings, you know? And so it was so great to like be back out in the world. And again, remembering who I am as an individual without being like a dog mom and like glued to my phone and stuff like that. And um, I was in Miami at the end of May and with a dear friend, collaborator and previous client, now family, you know what I mean? And um, I was rekindled and reconnected with my love for thrifting and unique spaces and curation and vibe setting and fashion and expression in a way that like had been so backburnered for me. Mm. And I was like, this is what makes me feel alive. Like, this is what I didn't even know. Like, I could live without this. And now I can't. Like, I'm not a single day more. And I got back right at the beginning of June and was having dinner with a friend. And she was like, so you mentioned, like, you might want to restart something in, like, the three. Like, what does that look like? And I said, well what it would look like previously is that I would find the space and then just make it happen. And I was like, but I don't know if I want to approach it that way. And she's like, oh, well, what if, wait, hold on. I know someone who has a space. Like, what if we went and saw it? And I was like, say what, you know? And we did, we went, we went the next day. Wow. We went the next day and I was like, it was like a collection, like a symphony of visions that I had collected over the last like five years of my life through previous experiencing experience of doing a pop-up in Vancouver Island that I was like remote from. And, um, and there it was, there was my little space. And I said, yes, like, and it was like a full, it's like, um, it's like bamboo is what it felt like. It's like, you know, it's underground for a long time. And then it just like was a super sprout. Like it was like, let's go all the way. And that was June 10th. We signed, I signed the contract on solstice, the 21st, and we opened the doors to Faro on July 1st. Hmm. Amazing. Yeah. So well, good. Yeah, and so Faro means uh, in Spanish, the lighthouse. Uh, it also means beacon. Um, and I wanted a really, of course, you know how much I love words, like a really fluid and landable word that was strong on its own and that could be felt and understood in any language because it was such a vibrational force. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so mm -hmm. good. And I love the concept of changing the channel. Like, mm -hmm. so incredible. So you're officially one month in. Yeah. And how's it going? How's it rolling? How are you feeling? Wow. I mean, I, I hit inevitable burnout. I mean, there was no real way for me to avoid that in the peak of summer heat. And then with the velocity and like the speed in which everything needed to happen, like literally going from what I felt like kind of like camping 
for the last few years of my life in a way. You know what I mean? You just get up and you're like, okay, I'm just around the campsite today. Like, does it really matter to like public facing, having a business, having, you know, between 15 and 40 conversations a day with different people speaking two different languages in two, in all the different ways. It was like a crash course um, for me in like taking all of the, taking all the lessons of what I've learned in my previous like, you know, uh, initiatives and then making sense of them and applying them in real time and space, you know, in this way. And it was, it was like, it, I don't even know like if my phone was able to register the hours that I was on it because I was more on the device and like having to like make decisions on the spot in the moment get it make it happen like just make it happen you got to do it it's like right here right now like let's go so that's that's what it's been and um you know it's like we got to the opening and it was like cool and then I like needed a month off but instead it's been a month of like being open and like doing it for real. Mm -hmm. When I still felt like I needed like a dress rehearsal, but it wasn't a dress rehearsal. It was just like, oh, now you're on the street. Now you're you're front facing, like you are in the public. Like there's no hiding anymore. There's no like, this is behind the scenes. I'm working on something. It's like, I'm working something. I'm sweating. I'm crying. Like I'm breaking I'm figuring it out in real time and all of that's happening in front of people mm -hmm. where I like have a tendency to want to just like present it in a certain way when I feel ready and that and the universe laughed at, at that concept it was like no 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 like the time is now you gotta let people see you sweat this mm -hmm. is a real deal this is really happening mm -hmm got to be open to feedback and like roll with the punches and make changes right now you got to listen to the needs of the people and and like immerse like immerse and and blend with the culture and like give your best and and be open to doing it differently and try new things and get frustrated to every possible edge of your being with internet shit and like people coming or people booking and not showing up or you know it's like all of that's going to happen and you're going to have 20 tabs open at the same time and things that on your to-do list that you're not great at keeping track of that also need to be attended to so where are you at like it was just like constant confrontation um, <laughs> yeah it was challenging I mean I say it, it was challenging isn't that neat to say that in a past tense, mm -hmm. six weeks after the idea came to life for the first time. 100%. Yeah. And your nervous system took a toll. <laughs> so that, that came in form of like what could only be described as food poisoning. For me, it felt like it was a chronic and deep uh, lack of nurture, care, and hydration to the core of who I am. Mm, yeah. I was like down, like in true Scorpio form for three days. And I came out of that just a few days ago. And it's like, 
I don't even know this, like, who are you? You have all the energy and spaciousness in the world. You love to meet, like, you're greeting every person and every moment with like the best of you. Like, where did, where did you access that from? Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, that's fascinating. Cause I had food poisoning too. Like just oh. like, uh, probably two <laughs> weeks ago. So crazy. And so I, the fact that we are on the same timeline in that capacity is, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't shock me whatsoever. And I can relate, like, I just felt like this whole, like, energy, it was, but a whole clearing of, like, just cleansing, just letting it all go, all the old parts of yourself that don't belong here anymore are just, like, released, right? So, so crazy, so crazy. So keep rolling, let's hear. Yeah, and, um, you know, that we would just like went ahead right away with like getting the events booked in and getting people illuminated. Like that's kind of the whole thing, right? It's like, um, that's what I'm really good at. And I was was doing that as like the wizard behind the mirror for a couple of years. And now it was like the curtains had been pulled back and it was me and my fringe. And it was like, oh yeah, no, it's me. Like I'm really here. It's um, this is actually happening, you know. And I have more like new besties and new bills to pay than I know what to do with. But I feel rich as fuck, dude. Mm. You know, sitting around that table in the middle of that little Narnia, and I was like, I really, I'm like, this is my dream this is my dream is like to different people to come through, you know, and I traveled for half of my life, you know, and I'm now in a place where I feel like let the, let the world come to me, you know, like I'm quite happy to be here and, and to have my roots in the ground. And that actually sets me more free. I feel more liberated by knowing that I have a place, you know, to call my own and that I can, can go far and wide from and always return to. And to just have these different folks, like there was a small family from Argentina who made their own silk bamboo clothing. And there's this family from Monterey that came through and they do these amazing like creative, they, you pull, pull oracle cards and they make you like a talisman with animals and then you create your own. And, and then there was a tattoo and tarot night. Like all of this has happened. Like, and these are people, there was a live drawing class. And, and that belief in that faith in that, in a new business and a new brand and a new, like, hi, you know, we're here, we're trying something. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here too. Like, cool. Been waiting for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been waiting for you. So it's just like right time, right space, like right people. And it's like, it's like Faro has always been. Mm. it's so funny because I love a little irony right but we're like we're in the heart of the heart in Mexico they literally San Miguel is the Corazon de Mexico so it's the heart the, the center and then in that we're in the central like we're in 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 it um and I don't know what I was going to say beyond that um, but I think, you know, a lot of, I, I've always thought of San Miguel as like, it's a really cool launch pad for people to try out new ideas and, and 
also try new ways of, of being personally, because you can kind of get away with it here. And then you take it and you bring it into the real world or whatever, and like, let it be. But this is a really great place to like spout, throw like spaghetti at the wall. So really a lot of amazing people that have come from many different walks of life that are like here to heal and they're here to reemerge and reinvent and recreate. And like, it's super cool to be a part of. Hmm. That's so cool to hear. So why do you think people are coming there to heal specifically? Like I keep seeing a rose quartz and I believe you shared that once that, or am I just seeing something? Yeah, no, you you are seeing something, but it's true. Yeah, so it is on, you know, we're at 6,000 feet here up, up in the, so we're like closer to God up here. You know, they say that time moves differently at altitude. Like it, things are happening at a different speed. And I, my, a mantra that's really been real for me lately is move at the speed of trust. Hmm. Yeah. And I think in a way there's something fascinating because we're like going to different depths and heights of ourselves here in this little pueblito. And um, I think people are attracted here to, to, to flip their edges in a way. It's like, go to the, go to the bottom and find a treasure. And here it's like, go to the top and find the treasure and like, see about that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um yeah, plants thrive here. I mean, I, I know we've talked about this in our last, in our, when we had dropped in before, but like, there's nowhere that I've seen this much variety of plant life, like rot and have resilience. You know, this is, it's a desert climate, but it's its own unique flavor. And like, uh, because the last six weeks of my life have been so immersed and consumed with borrow like I everything's been like neglected um and you know I hadn't trimmed my garden my garden was like overgrown and I was like isn't that metaphorical like look at that it's like and then you know I called up the gardener and he came and then it was like nature was so forgiving it was like this is okay mm -hmm. we're okay to have been that way and now we return to balance like it wasn't that messed up. There really was no reason to judge. We don't need to hold shame when we like get, like do the thing. And then it's like, that was a part of the course too. That was a part of the season as well. Mm -hmm. Letting that overgrowth happen. And then the, the lawn gets trimmed. And before I had patches of, of, you know, dryness. And I was like ashamed of like how unwatered my grass was, you know, like, and that's so, it's so us in appearance. And it's like, what does my garden appear like to your garden? Like, is your, is your garden going to love my garden just the way I am? Mm. Yeah. 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 Very, very deep. Um, so <laughs> I mean, coming back to the, uh, changing the channel. Mm -hmm. So I love that. So it's like, you, you were like the go-to girl on the virtual space, right? Like you were like sharing how to create content and how to show up and build community and do all the things, right? And now, well, you, you've created your own community in person, which is amazing. So do you miss the virtual space? Do you, do you miss that 
online connection, do you miss the work that you were doing in that space? No. No, not at all. Because I just feel like it's a natural continuation. I'm just on a different part of the wheel right now. I'm still connected to the wholeness of it. I'm still nurturing relationships on the online space, but they, they're they now being matched and fulfilled with, with real hugs and yeah. like, and like real interaction. And I can just say, come by with a Hugo Verde. Like, oh my God, like I've been missing that so much. And I think that in a way, as I was like setting the tone for that and preparing and talking it, I was talking it into reality for myself as much as I was for everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that for sure. Yeah, it's fascinating. So uh, coming up on Lionsgate, um, Valerie and I are doing a Kundalini activation and some sound healing. And I'm so stoked, like I can, I could have thousands of, well, maybe not thousands, but a lot of people here, right? And people are just like super fired up to come and be in person, right? And I was, I was going to do something virtually, which I probably still will. But it was just like it was like an immediate no like this has to be in person and you have to be in the energy and in the experience right and there's virtual is amazing like hands down forever grateful for the virtual space this is how we met we've still have never met in person um but there's so much depth in that energetic exchange when you get to be with the people right and so I love that for you I love that you have built a really beautiful community for yourself and like you are the beacon you are the lighthouse and I also love that it's like in the center of the center because this is how you can continue to shine this light for others to find you right so yeah. so so stoked for you yeah me too oh that's what I was gonna say is I love the irony of it is like Ain't no lighthouse in the middle of the mainland, ma'am. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to find a light. Like, there's no, like, this isn't here. You've arrived. Like, yeah. you know, this is like your safe harbor. No. No. We're so in land here. And um, yeah, I'm still riding that wave. Of course, I would say that. I mean, you know, like being away from the ocean, I, it's been, uh, I don't know, in a way, again, it's like, do you miss it? It was like, I'm just on this side of the spiral right now. So I still feel connected to everything else that is. I, you know, there's no disjointed disconnection or like distance. It's really just like, this is where I am. And I think it's so important for any given moment, any, any day to know where your feet are and know like what season of, of your life you're living and what channel you're subscribed to and where you're the main character of your favorite show. And if it's not your favorite show, you better go ahead and give that the time of day. Cause like, that's all what this whole thing is about. And it's not a dress rehearsal. Like you had your time, like, trust me, you know? And I think we can all feel that internally is like when we've like overstayed right we've like stayed in another channel that we've just been like we outgrew it and then at a certain point it gets more uncomfortable to stay in that channel than than the in uncertainty of the new channel yep yeah 
Hands down, 100%. Yeah. It's that uncomfortableness that like when you're just like shrinking or, you know, playing safe or just being small or just like not really following your soul's guidance to be like, hey, man, like this is where we're going, right? And then that's when you get into that space of, I don't like to call it self-sabotage, but the self-protection where it's just like, well, of course you're going to go to these old patterns and behaviors because you're denying your soul's guidance. You're denying your soul's path, right? So it's just like, choose what's most uncomfortable. Like, you know, it's, it's so much, there's so much fear for people to really take that leap and just trust, but you can share, I can share, like it is so abundant when you do. Our mind tells us that the discomfort of the change is greater than the discomfort of staying somewhere you have outgrown. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if you know that, because that is true, your law, your mind is a monkey and it has no problem lying to you, you know, but your body can't, your body can't lie. So it's like, the biggest yeah the biggest step is then to, to, to do that thing and then you're like oh sh- i'm here now and time does move differently you do move differently when you're in your true trajectory and it may have been some time some years some while that you've been enacting your embodied truth so you're like, is this really for me? And then you've got to like refine your groove in that and get back on the bike. But the bike might feel different. It might look different. It might ride different, but it's your bike. Get back on it, you know? And there's nothing like that. And then settling into that without getting complacent or overcomfortable because you want to always stay a little bit at the edge of your own adventure 100% 100% girlfriend yeah I mean I know I'm in the space right now of like continuing to stretch myself and it feels so uncomfortable right like I am I've I've joined a mastermind to write my damn book and I'm like oh snap right that scares the shit out of me and it's so uncomfortable in that resistance like I'm going to choose the uncomfortableness of like going all in on what the downloads keep, 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 you know, taking me to, as opposed to being like, oh, I can't write my book. Cause that, that is like way more uncomfortable now than writing my damn book. Right. It's sickening actually. Like the thing that actually takes the most energy is active avoidance. Like that, that is like, you're, you're like a vacuum is, is. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I imagine where I once was where, you know, I was just like kind of in this place of, you know, leaning into the uncertainty and the uncomfortableness and it's like, okay what is this and now it's like i thrive in that uncertainty right like i don't want to be in a place of certainty anymore i don't want to be in that place of complacency and just being like oh this is just enough or 
this is okay. I'll just do a little bit here. And, you know, it's just like, fuck that noise. Like, let's, let's do this. Let's get dropped in and show the fuck up. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I felt that way. Like, you know, it was like getting to the opening day as if that was like the hardest part. Like that's actually the easiest part. And then it's like, well, now you got to go and open the door every day. Now you got to do it for real. No one's going to do it for you. No, no one's going to go. No one has the key the way that you do. No. You know, so you just like got to go and be continuous in your, in your character's life. Right. Mm -hmm. You got to take chances on yourself and be courageous and choose wisely. Listen to yourself and be connected and dropped in you know and listen to your fucking body dude like mm -hmm. what like oh geez the thing is by the time you know your body has stepped in you've actually missed the initial message you know because the initial message is energetic and then your body will start to give physical signs and start to tell you some things but at that point you've already like you've already, it's over, your, your library uh, book is already overdue. Like it's already, like it already needed to be sussed out. Yeah. yeah. So like by the time I knew that I was like chronically dehydrated, it was too late. And then I had to have my, then the body was like, now I'm really going to show you. Mm. Um, that's painful, but I guess you know me. So thanks. Cause now I have to listen, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah wild so what's next what do you like what's your big picture vision for faro yeah that's that's now i just feel like i have the space for that like to like zoom out i've been so hyper focused on putting the bricks down and like putting where the pieces are and setting up the structure of my play castle that i can start to like be like oh surveying the land and like seeing what's happening from the outside in and such right but the plan really is that Faro becomes its out like its illumination center and then decides to put up little Faros in different places too, you know? It's like, oh, there's a Faro here, obviously, you know? But um, you know, I think what's really cool is we're just like listening to the to the what the community really has a need for and a desire for. So like things like we're going to do a once a month men's flea market, you know, because there's really nowhere great to get men's clothing here. And we're going to do different events and it's going to be a series of throwing spaghetti at the wall here for a while. And um, also give myself the opportunity and the platform to create what I want to create and host in the way that I want to host um, and let that really build momentum and see what takes shape, you know, more organically and creatively than trying to, you know, set it that hierarchical strategic tech, you know, like it's none of that. It's really just going to be an adventure uh, that we're going to ride together. So, so that's, that's what's next. I think, you know, like I'm kind of, seeing the first three months of borrow is like really figuring it out you know and then come what is it october i see this time like q1 of borrow as like the squeeze like 
I'm so uncomfortable in so many ways right now. And I still don't know the market. I don't know our customers and I don't know, like, I don't know it yet. Um, and so I'm going to know it. And then financially as well, there's so much investment, like owners, we don't get paid for a while. You know, it's like, as long as I can pay everyone and that, you know, I've hired a staff right away. And like, it's like, you're making these kinds of choices because you know that they're going to take you the distance, you know, like I'm happy to have more outgoing than incoming for me personally, because I know that that will go a longer, much longer way is making sure that these relationships that are being built right now are pure and that they're aligned and that they're with like integrity at the center. So we'll see what happens. Love it. Building a strong foundation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really want to make bandanas. I don't know, man. I, I have that vision of like having like custom, like really cool bandanas for like four years. So I've got to see that one through. Got to do it. Yeah. Stoked yeah. to see what you create. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, it was such an honor to be here with you and to be in this space. And I am just so excited for all that you're doing and can't wait to see it in person one day. And yeah, just super, super proud of you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Meg. I'm so proud of you too. I just love you so much. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I love to grow alongside of you. Mm -hmm. Best. The best. Well, thank you for sharing your light, shining your light, and we will see you soon on Dropped In. Thank you so much for dropping in with me today. If you loved this episode, I would be forever grateful if you rated and reviewed and if you feel called to share it with your community on social media, please tag me so I can thank you personally. Until next time, I will see you on Dropped In.